what's going on in the neighborhood. I am not, in fact, a radio host. I am, however, the host of the Brain Cube podcast. And this is episode uh, 22, I am pretty sure, of the Brain Cube podcast. And I am back uh, talking like a radio show host. Honestly, I gotta, bre- I gotta break this loop, alright? Some people, if you think I'm doing this for a bit, I am not. I have still not figured out how to, uh, how to really make a good introduction after about six months of recording. So, yeah, uh, it, it is, it is what it is. Um, so you are back, and I am back, we're all back. I took a week off, and I did not talk about it in my blog, because I always forget to, uh, but it was actually my birthday last week. Um, so, if, if you were hoping to wish me happy birthday too late, you failed. And that's okay, because it, it, I don't, I don't care if you wish me happy birthday or not. But, um, yeah, it was my birthday last week, so I didn't, I didn't really record, because I was too busy having fun and waiting to have fun. So, (laughs) yeah, uh, today's topic is gonna be a little short movie review, I guess. Um, originally I was gonna name this, or, or put this under one of the, uh, one of the brain shorts episodes, but I don't feel like doing that now. I keep moving my mic around because I have a boom arm for that mic now, and it's so addicting to move it around, so you'll have to apologize if you, if you hear some little thuds in the audio, because that's just me doing the thing. <laughs> All right, um, so what we're going to be talking about is, uh, <clears throat> the great the great movie uh Captain America Civil War uh and well a lot of people don't think it's great so I'm going to be talking about why why they don't think it's great why maybe I don't think it's that great but also how it does have some good points to it and how it could it could have redeemed itself uh but yeah anyway I guess let's get into it, but first I do have some questions to answer, so let's do that first. Hi, I'm one of your listeners for the Brain Cube Cube podcast. I'm you actually know me personally, I'm Nora, or kind of personally at least. Alright, anyway. Um so uh, here are some questions. Uh what inspired you to do the podcast? Uh, did you initiate it yourself, or like, did someone help you set up your account, all that stuff? Uh, how do you come up with your ideas? How did you come up with a podcast name? Where do you get your music? Um, what's your favorite step in the process of completing an episode? So like, writing the script, or recording, or something like that. And then the most significant question is, what's your favorite color? Uh, hopefully these are thorough enough questions. I try to talk fast here, so, because I have a time limit, and I'm trying to keep this under one minute long. But anyway, enjoy, I enjoy listening to your episodes. Alright, question time. Uh, there are a lot of questions here, and honestly, I thank you for that, because I am in, because I am growing steadily and steadily more lonely over time. I'm only half joking. Please don't worry about me. That's what I do. All right. So first question, what inspired me to start the podcast? Well, I, I think it was probably just the urge to get out there, I guess. You know, when I started this, I was kind of, I, I was at the age where I thought I could start putting myself out there on the internet. No, I don't have a phone. I don't have any social media platforms besides YouTube, Twitch, and this. Uh, so I can't really get canceled through Twitter, which is nice. But I, I have to say it was probably just the urge to let my, uh, I guess, let my views on things be heard if that makes sense. Um, honestly, it, it, it's not really for fame. 
and I don't think it ever was. It was just, it's just like, oh, I just figured if, if I could, you know, if I could just put my views out there, you know, maybe some people would agree with me. And if they decide to keep listening and become concurrent listeners, then that's fine. So, yeah. Um... It was probably listening to other podcasts as well, because I started this, mm, oh, it was, it was November, I think. It was like November of 2020. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's when my first episode came out. Um, of course, I had no idea what I was doing at the time, uh, but I totally remember that now. Um... Yeah, it was, like, it was probably mostly just listening to other podcasts, but also, like, what I had said earlier about the urge to get out there, or to put myself out there. Um, so, question two, uh, did I initiate myself into making this podcast? Um, yes, I, I, I think I did. Um, the only help that I really needed was I had to link a phone number to my, uh, to my google account that i made for this or yeah my gmail account that i made for this and you know i don't have a phone and i'm pretty sure i couldn't link a landline to this if you know what i mean so here so but um i i don't really think anyone encouraged me to do this this was kind of just a thing that i did by myself um and you know my mom listens sometimes uh, which is nice, but yeah, um, I don't think, I don't really think that anyone really helped me with this, this was kind of, this was kind of my own thing, my, actually, my mom did do some research, because she didn't want me to get a copyright strike, <laughs> but uh, other than that, I'd say I pretty much, I, I, produ- I produce this, uh, self-sufficiently, I'd say, uh, besides, besides the coddling, wonderful, uh, soft hands of anchor podcasting services. <laughs> um, so question three was how do I come up with my topics or ideas for my podcast? Um, this one's a little bit trickier because lately I haven't done a lot of original content, unfortunately. Uh, like recently, I've I poured my heart and soul into Needle Drop, um, and also Legacies, but I haven't gone back to, or I haven't truly gone back to my original uh, upload schedule where I would just put out 40, 30 to forty five minutes of me just rambling on about stuff. Um, you know, now I make scripts. Uh, and I just, I, I, I don't know. This is a hard one. I'd, mm, I'd, I'd say I kind of, usually I think of my ideas, or I, I come up with my topics while I'm falling asleep, and then if I don't forget them while I'm sleeping overnight, then I know that it's a good idea. Because I have a lot of trouble actually falling asleep. Um, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but I do have a lot of trouble falling asleep most nights. So it does give me a lot of time to think. Um, one thing that I want to do more often is just like carry carry a notebook wherever I go. So then if I know that I will have spare time, I can write down or I can jot down some uh, some loose ideas and formulas for what I want to talk about the next time I record one of these episodes. And then I can always like I can get into the details of the script later. But the topics uh, the topics, they just kind of come to me usually at the most inconvenient moment. Uh, and by inconvenient moment, I mean the moment that I know I will forget them. Which is sad because I have had a lot of pretty good, in my mind anyway, I have had a lot of pretty good ideas for what I want to talk about. But, uh, yeah, but I can't if I don't remember them, you know? So, <clears throat> yeah, I guess there's no real method to how I come up with podcast topics. Uh, I'm sorry if you were looking for one. That's just not how I really, <laughs> it's not how I operate, I guess. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, next question. Uh, where did I come up with a podcast name? This is an interesting one yet again, because I had a lot of different names that I wanted to use, but they had all been taken, and I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, it to seem like I was stealing names. Uh, like, originally, I wanted to call my podcast The Devil's Advocate, just because I think that's a cool phrase, or that's just, that's a cool metaphor. Um, but, it was taken. <laughs> and there were a couple others that I went through. And uh, orig- and then eventually I was just like, alright, let's combine two random words. And you know what they were? And and it was brain and cube. So now, and, and voila, the brain cube podcast. Um, if you're, uh, if you're taking this advice as like something, uh, or as, as advice to help you make your own podcast don't i i am not I, I will be honest here i am not the most devoted podcaster out there i spend way too much time live streaming me playing minecraft for three hours a day uh <laughs> yeah i just uh i don't think I don't think that you should take this information to heart. You can build on it if you want to, but, uh, yeah, um, I, like, if, so, that being said, if you are trying to make a podcast, uh, about a specific topic, like, if you, if you only want to talk about that topic for your, each episode, um, then I would say you you should probably you should probably pick a a, a name that <clears throat> you should probably pick a name that will relate to that topic obviously but um if if you're kind of like an everything podcast like me choose the vaguest name as possible I think like I just said maybe don't take this information to heart but. Like choose choose a pretty vague but catching name, uh, and you know maybe you'll maybe you'll get some listeners out of that. Like everything under the sun. Now that 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 was another name that I came up with, but I ended up not using it because I thought it was a little bit too long. But yeah, um, I guess that's all the information I can give for that. <laughs> uh. Where do I get my music? Oh, this is another this is another free promotion for Anchor. Wow, they're making some serious moolah today, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> Anchor Podcasting Services has this wonderful little feature uh, where they have a ton of uh, background tracks that you can automatically apply to your already recorded your uh, recorded segments with the click of a button, even. Uh, it's an it's a plus symbol followed by an eighth note. Now, isn't that great? <laughs> um, I did actually make my own. Uh, being serious though, I do. I did actually make my own uh, transition, my little transition jingles, uh, through a really cool music app that is unfortunately uh, no more. It was deleted. Or well, I, you may even still be able to download it if you want to. I think it's called like Splash or something. I got it off the Google Play Store uh, because I work on a Chromebook. But um, yeah, it, it was really cool uh, because you could go into live mode, and it was basically like this big soundboard. Uh, that you could choose different themes. Like people would make these different uh, sound clips and then put them into a soundboard and then you could uh and then you could uh record you could like record uh you making that you uh, messing around with the soundboard for and it would save it directly uh to your built to your uh computer files which was awesome uh <clears throat> But it is no more. Like I said, for whatever reason, they closed it down. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have enough money to make it anymore. Uh, but one thing that I did love, and I I just mentioned this, uh, was that you could go into live mode, and you could get, like, hype points or whatever. <laughs> um, and then <clears throat> the more hype points you got, the more you would be recommended. 
So, you know, if you made some cool beats and someone was watching, then and, and then they gave you some hype points, then you get recommended to another person. Uh, and it, it was just, it was really fun to mess around with. Um, I went through a ton of different soundboards until I found one that I liked. And that is how I made all of my transitions. <clears throat> Although Anchor does actually have their own transitions tab as well, as well as a Spotify music tab, where you can add in a 30-second snippet for listeners, or, and, or a 30-second snippet of a song, that, but you can only use it through Spotify. If you have a Spotify account, it doesn't matter if it's premium, but you can only listen to that episode through Spotify. If, it, if you're using the music feature. <clears throat> so, yeah, it, it'll still show up, like, if you go to anchor.fm slash, and then whatever your podcast name is, um, then uh, it'll, sh- it'll still show up in your feed, like, the episode will still show up in your feed, but it'll tell you that you can only listen to it on Spotify, and also that 30-second snippet, uh, you can only listen to the full version if you have Spotify Premium, uh, so if, if you're just using the free version of Spotify, like the Shuffle Play with ads, uh, then you can only listen to 30 seconds. But yeah, uh, that actually leads me to a very good point that I want to uh, that I want to talk about very quickly is that I do actually have a Needle Drop songs playlist. So just a little self promo uh, on Spotify. You look it up, Needle Drop songs. Um, it's it's under the uh, creator of Hecarit. That is my personal Spotify. Don't ask why I named it that. I will not be able to answer because I do not know. But <clears throat> yeah, um, I guess if you want to listen to just all the songs that uh, we have reviewed on on Needle Drop, then uh, yeah, they are. There is a Spotify playlist. But yeah, uh, that is that's yeah. I that that is like the most stretched out question that I've done, and it is a pretty it's a pretty simple answer, really. <laughs> um, what's my favorite step of making my podcast? Oof. I don't know. I I enjoy lots of different parts of it. Um, I would not say editing, and I do not edit very often, but if I do have like a 20-second blank space where I'm just trying to say something but I can't, I will edit it out. But I'd say probably either script writing or uh, putting everything in order, maybe. I don't know. I, I really like I really like that. Just when I have all my tracks uh, recorded and ready, and then I'll just click to add them all in order, and, mm, dang, that's pretty satisfying, but, yeah, I'd have to say either script writing, or, or, uh, or organizing, or, like, actually producing would be my, would have to be my favorites, and I, and I enjoy pretty much every step of it anyway, except for editing, because that kind of sucks, but yeah, uh, and last question, what is my favorite color, um, I, it's probably purple, it used to be blue, and I changed it to purple, and I actually just got my hair dyed purple two days ago, so that's cool, you're not gonna see pictures of it, don't look at my blog, look at my blog, but not for pictures of it, Alright, uh, that is the end of the questions. So thank you, Nora. Thank you for sending in those questions. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to send in a question of your own, uh, anchor.fm backslash braincube, you can leave a message there. Or if you want to email me and, uh, have me read your question aloud, uh, braincube.podcast at gmail.com I hope I said that right I have not plugged I have not like personally plugged that for a long time last time I actually said that was when I was recording my uh my actual (laughs) my actual like socials plug but I have not done it since so I really don't I really don't talk about my email that often so I guess yeah there you go all right
on to the actual episode. Uh, that, those questions took up 16 minutes of my time, which is fine. Because I'm good with stalling. Because the longer the episode, I guess the more, <laughs> the more professional it sounds. <laughs> God. I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. But yeah, uh, so the topic was how Captain America Civil War could have been good. So, first, let me give you a kind of background. So, this is the first movie uh, in chronological order that comes after Age of Ultron. Uh, so, if you know if you know what I'm talking about, good. Uh, if you're not a Marvel fan, then you might want to click off of this episode, because the rest I am not really going to give much background to. <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah, uh... Captain America Civil War is kind of an interesting movie to describe because it follows mainly it it actually has two different story arcs. So first off, there is Captain America and by the way, this is the third Captain America movie and probably the last because he's dead now. Not not the actor. Chris Evans is still alive and hopefully well. <sighs> hopefully well, um, but, it, you know, in, in the actual storyline, Captain America, Steve Rogers is now dead, dead, dead as a doorknob, if doorknobs could be dead, so, on that fun note, <laughs> let's begin, so, there's really no easy way to start off with this, because I don't know what, uh, what story arc I actually want to talk about more, I, well, there's actually, I think there's kind of three story arcs. So, obviously, the first one is Captain, is Steve Rogers, like, as a person dealing with the fact that Bucky, the Winter Soldier, the Winter Soldier is alive. And then him, as Captain America, has to kind of hunt him down because he is blamed for the Vienna bombing. Uh, and they're having uh, in Vienna there is a uh, a united nations there's a united nations meeting um and they're there to discuss and sign the sokovia accords now the sokovia accords they are basically a set of guidelines to uh, ensure that the avengers uh, don't operate under free will, because at actually at the beginning of the movies, I am so bad at explaining this. <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, uh, geez, I forget where they are. It's I, mm, mm, I should watch this movie for research purposes before I, <laughs> before I actually made this episode, but uh. In the beginning of the movie, uh, Wanda Maximoff, Captain Rogers, er, Captain America, Steve Rogers, and Black Widow, uh, what's her real name? Romanoff. Natasha Romanoff. Is that her name? Let me, let me look this up. What is Black Widow's real name? Uh, Natalia Alianovna. Yeah, Natalia Alianovna. Uh, Natasha Romanoff. All right. Yeah, so she has, like, two different names. One is kind of... Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll stop. <laughs> she is, a. Uh... So they're... Oh, and also Sam Wilson, the Falcon. They are all in uh, this one city trying to stop who I assume is the Punisher? 
who is whose actual name is Rumlo, and he was a Hydra agent that was stationed in Shield, and he kind of has a Punisher vibe about him now. I don't know if that's if he if he if that was Marvel's uh, new take on the Punisher. I don't know if it was supposed to be, but that's kind of what it seems like. And I think that that was a weird move because they had already covered the Punisher in a terrible TV series and another terrible TV series, both of which I have not seen, but I've heard have very bad reviews. Unless they made a movie about it, in which case I didn't watch the movie either. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so they, uh, basically, what, what's her name? Oh yeah, what's her, uh, uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet. Wanda Maximoff is also there. So basically all like the the cool people like the really cool people but minus Iron Man. I or, gosh, I'm not on top of this today. <laughs> um yeah, basically stuff blows up. Uh Wanda Maximoff, she she makes a mistake and accidentally blows up half of a building with flammable gas that she was trying to contain. Uh, no, just a big explosion that she was actually able to maintain in in stasis for a while. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, this triggers a public outroar or outrage that the Avengers need to be kept in check, and the Sokovia Accords. Uh, and by the way, quick side note, Sokovia was the city that was raised into the sky by Ultron in, uh, in Avengers Age of Ultron. And it was supposed to be the meteor that would extinct, that would make all humans, or, and, and basically every other living life form except for, except for Ultron and his clones, uh, extinct. So then, then there comes the famous line, when the dust settles, the only thing living in this world will be metal. Uh, so put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what else? <laughs> yeah, so the, and, uh, basically the Sokovia, uh, what happened in Sokovia was a big disaster also, and people were sad because a lot of people died. And, and like the entire town of the entire city of Sokovia was like destroyed, and a lot of the area around it too. Um, and that's one of the uh, so like the main antagonist Zemo, uh, his family died in in the uh, <clears throat> in or in Sokovia. So what he does uh, is dress or uh, is uh, pretend to be pretend to be the Winter Soldier, and then uh, bomb and then bombs the the Vienna UN meeting, which has a lot of people mad because they don't like the Winter Soldier. So then they're calling on the Avengers, I think. I'm pretty sure that they call on the Avengers to uh, to stop the Winter Soldier, even though everyone suspects that it's not him. And the Avengers can't do anything, because if they don't sign the Sokovia... If any Avenger doesn't sign the Sokovia Accords, and they go and do something, or and they, like, go something they go do something that if they had signed the Sokovia Accord, the Sokovia Accords, they would, uh, they would not be able to do, then they, then they're basically, they face the same repercussions, if not worse repercussions. Uh, <clears throat> then it turns, uh, yeah. So then eventually the Avengers, they capture, they capture the Winter Soldier 
and they bring him to a processing area, which is also in Vienna, I'm pretty sure. Unless, no, no, it's in Budapest, I think. Yeah, it's in Budapest. And Zemo is actually the interrogator for the Winter Soldier. So what he does is disable the elect the electrical grid of the entire city. So then he can brain so he can say the words that brainwash Bucky Barnes into becoming the Winter Soldier and basically get him out of there. And and also Zemo is looking for mission report September 16th 19 uh why does Zemo want the winter soldier? Uh that's the Stark family. September sixteenth, nineteen eighty nine, I think. Mission report. September 16th, 1989. Alright. Alright, I get it now. So, he is... He wants that mission report because the mission was to steal the super sol- a super soldier serum that Howard Stark was carrying in Russia. Uh, so what the Winter Soldier did, mission in September 16th, 1989, was kill Howard Stark and his wife, and then take the the Super Soldier Serum. Say that ten times fast. Super Soldier Serum. Uh, and so he yoinks that, and he carry, and then, or the Winter Soldier does, and then he brings it back. And then he brings it back to, like, where he lives uh, in, in a government compound. And then they make more winter, uh, they make more winter soldiers. Except no one knows that. <laughs> uh, no one, no one except Bucky. So, what ends up happening at the UN is Captain America eventually captures the Winter Soldier, knocks him out, and they take him to an undisclosed location because both uh, Sam Wilson, the Falcon, and Steve Rogers, Captain America, are uh, kind of out for arrest. They they are supposed to be arrested because they did because in trying to capture the Winter Soldier. Uh, before they brought him to interrogation, they had to uh, take him. Uh, they had to go. They had. Uh, they ha- they kind of broke the laws. Uh, so my 29-minute mark is almost up. So I'm gonna stop the recording now and continue rambling a moment later. Woo! Hey, have you ever felt like I missed something in a previous episode? Or maybe you need to ask me a question, any of these things. If you need to do so, you can email me at braincube.podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's braincube.podcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like written words aren't enough, then you can leave a voice message at anchor.fm backslash braincube. Again, that's anchor.fm backslash braincube. And if you do either of the following, you may have a chance to win some prime time in the next episode. Now, if you feel like you need to see some extra content, such as deleted takes, insiders, and much more, you can go to my blog, which is at bigbrainy.wixsite.com backslash braincube. I know that's a mouthful. The links are all in my podcast description if you need to find them. Now back to the episode. All right, we are back. What was I talking about? Do I remember? Am I sane? I don't know. <laughs> um, so where where did we leave off? Uh, we were talking about mm, what were we talking about? We were talking about something that regarded the win- the winter soldier or no, we- yeah. 
in, in the movie uh, Civil War. Oh, yeah, so he made more Winter Soldiers. All right, so, and then Captain America captured him. Except now they're all under, or they're, there's now a warrant out for all of their arrests. Uh, which is not poggers. <laughs> all right, so what happens is, uh, is Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, tells Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, about the about all the other winter soldiers that were created and they all kind of went rogue uh like i don't know if they just had uh if they just kind of went insane because the serum was too powerful for their little pruny pruny shriveled minds i don't know but uh what ended up happening is uh <clears throat> they were all put into into cryofreeze chambers and and Zemo already knows all of this because the winter soldier had told him while he was brainwashed and then he did the mission report September 16th 19 1981 or whatever I, I don't remember was it like 91 I don't know don't, 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 don't quiz me on the dates. I will not remember. So, <clears throat> what happens now is Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Sam Wilson, uh, they all need to get to where the Winter Soldier, to, the, to where the other Winter Soldiers are kept. In order to kill them, basically, and and also because they know Zemo is going there. Except they think they think that Zemo. They think that Zemo, uh, is wants to use them. Uh, but actually, he wants to kill them. <clears throat> that that was a voice crack right there. He actually wants to kill the winner, the other Winter Soldiers. He doesn't like superheroes because they indirectly cause the death of uh of his wife and child and grandfather so uh so what they so what they're doing is they're gonna go to an airport in germany uh and they're gonna get a quinjet to go but the other side of the uh, of the avengers that have uh or that signed onto the Sokovia Accords, they are authorized to go in and stop them by any means necessary. Uh, and that is also where the recruitment of, uh, of what's, uh, what's, what's his name? Spider, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. That's where he comes in, uh, because he is recruited, oh, I'm sorry, he is recruited by Iron Man. Uh, to kind of fight for their cause, um, and then the other side, uh, they recruit Hawkeye, uh, Vision, er, oh yeah, and Vision also joins the fight, except he's, uh, he is on Captain America's, or no, he's on Iron Man's side, uh, and also Tony, Tony Stark, Iron Man, he does not yet know that his, that his parents were killed, uh, by, by the Winter Soldier, and to be fair, the Winter, uh, Bucky didn't mean to do it, he was brainwashed, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so what they do is they kind of just, uh, fight 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 and also um so yeah uh wanda maximoff ant-man whose real name is scott lang and uh hawkeye whose real name is something that i can't remember i need to look it up again once more uh hawkeye real name clint barton I knew that. 
<laughs> so they all join uh they all join Captain America's side. And then there's a real big fight scene at the uh, at the airport which I think really symbolizes another story arc, yet another story arc of this movie which is the internal conflict that the Avengers have. So um so yeah, they're fighting and eventually through a lot of cool tricky tricky things uh Captain America uh Captain America and the Winter Soldier they are able to board the Quinjet and uh and shoo, fly off and so they get and also Black Panther uh who is also in this movie Chadwick Boseman rest in peace uh T'Challa he is also there because except he wants justice because the Vienna bombing kills his father King uh T'Challa no King T'Chaka and T'Challa is is the Black Panther's name uh so he has a lot of internal conflict as well. There's so much internal conflict in this in this movie. You 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 don't even know. But so they all and and also Iron Man is there too. Oh my gosh, they're all all the all the main characters of the movie. They're amassing for a final battle. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. There's so many fight scenes in this movie. I can't take it. But yeah, they all get to the uh they all get to the compound where the winter soldier they're kept. And uh what they find and uh actually none of them none of them know the Black Panthers there. I don't think they ever do. <laughs> uh <laughs> That's funny. He's just like at the sidelines. He's the one who actually takes care of everything while while the rest of them they're just like bashing it out like a couple of siblings fighting each other in the front lawn over over a sucker. <laughs> I like that metaphor a lot. <laughs> but yeah, um what ends up happening is uh Tony Stark or Zemo actually reveals his plot he just wanted all the winter soldiers dead because he hates them uh and so he killed all he just shot them all in the head without remorse tom clancy move or tom clancy show michael b jordan <laughs> no that that's unrelated but uh yeah, so this is so, why am I why am I so why is this so hard to talk about? I know this. I know this. Um so basically, I have said that 5000 times. I swear. Um Oh, so what happens next? Oh yeah. So um so Zemo reveals his plan and he knew that so he wanted the Avengers gone as well and he knew that he couldn't kill them himself more powerful men than me have tried he said uh, but if he could get them if he could get them to tear each other apart from the inside uh, then then he could kill them or then then they then they would they would dissolve which is exactly what happened the the Sokovia Accords, they were signed, or some signed, some didn't, and it caused a massive internal conflict. So now everything becomes clear, and he knew to throw a spanner, or in order in order to uh, increase like personal tensions, he threw a spanner in the works, which was Bucky Barnes. Some believed he was guilty, some didn't. And Iron Man there, he then learns from Zemo, because he shows a tape of uh, of Bucky Barnes, or the Winter Soldier, not Bucky Barnes, because he was brainwashed, but the Winter Soldier killing his parents. 
and and then he's just like he's really distraught. He he wants he he beats up uh he beats up the Winter Soldier. He rips off his freaking metal arm. He beats up Steve Rogers because he was kind of complicit in that he knew it had happened because Bucky had told him, but he didn't tell. Iron Man, because he knew exactly this had happened, because, you know, Iron Man, he has pretty unstable, he has a pretty un unstable, uh, personality. I mean, watch any of the Iron Man movies, and you'll see just, like, his ultimate downward, uh, mental spiral. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what, what happens next? What happens after that is, uh, he break uh iron captain america breaks iron man's suit uh he shoves his shield through it through the through the main glowy thingy in in the center he doesn't actually destroy the electromagnet well he doesn't have to because the, the, that's gone iron man iron man 3 in which he he removes the electromagnet from his heart and and also all the metal in his veins um the metal shards in his veins, so they're all gone, uh, so, really, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't even trying to kill him, he was just trying to disarm him, and we realize that now, uh, so now they have to try, so, uh, Bucky, Bucky and Steve, why they, they originally wanted to go after Zemo, but now they kind of can't, because they're both beat up, uh, Captain America leaves his shield because uh, he's just like, er, because he realizes now that, or well, he's always known this, but or something that Iron Man says is, my father made that shield, you don't deserve it. So then he kind of, or so Captain America, he just boop, drops it on the floor, gone. Um, but yeah, one, one more thing that happens is Black Panther has a little monologue, or both Black Panther and Zemo have a monologue, and it ends in Zemo trying to killing, ha, trying to kill himself, but instead, Black Panther stops the bullet by breaking the, or by holding his, by holding his vibranium hand, or by holding his vibranium-clad hand on top of the gun barrel, so he can't actually shoot himself. Uh, which is kind of dark, but I'm, yeah. <laughs> so then, basically, the story is mostly over after that. I suggest that you watch this movie after I'm done stuttering about it, because I did not do a good, very good job of describing it. So if if you have any uh, background context of Marvel, if you kind of know the story before it, I highly suggest that you watch the movie uh, to refresh your memory. So then what I'm saying about it will make sense. So now on to my criticism. I personally think that... Uh, Captain America Civil War is a bit of a sloppy, a bit of a, s a sloppy storytelling because there are like three major story arcs in it. Um, I honestly, I think it should have been called Avengers Civil War. And I get that like with release, uh, release schedules and stuff that they normally do. I, I realize that that probably wouldn't have worked out. Because, like, the Avengers movies, they release less of. So then they do all the original characters. They release more of those movies. Uh, but, you know, I... I just, I guess, there are more... There, there are just so many of the Avengers in that movie that I don't think that you can classify it as just a Captain America movie. I I don't think that that's very smart. Um you know, I I just yeah, it, and the the main story arc, I think is there there're like two main story arcs and there's one slightly less important. Uh and that of course is like Zemo's uh Zemo's uh character, but then the rest of them, they're all, 
uh, the, the the rest of the Avengers, they're all a part in the storytelling, which doesn't make sense if it's a Captain America movie. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, it just, it kind of ticks me off. And the fact that there are, the main story arcs are Bucky uh, dueling, basically having a mental duel with Zemo, and also a physical duel with Iron Man at the end, I would consider that a main story arc. And then, of course, there is the actual Avengers conflict with the Sokovia Accords, which is also a major story arc. So there are just two, I feel that there are two main stories, or there are two stories that are trying to be told at once. And when you try to do that in a movie, things get, things usually get pretty messy. Which I feel like this is almost a kind of, a kind of messy movie. But that's kind of all I have, I guess. <laughs> so, um, thanks for listening. This has been the Brain Cube Podcast. Uh, episode 21 so thanks for tuning in thank you nora for the questions it really made me think about why i make this podcast (laughs) um i had a lot of fun which is actually probably why (laughs) that's that's my answer that's why i make this podcast is to have fun so thanks so much for listening i'm sorry i didn't make an episode last week but hopefully this will suffice um and i will see you I will catch you on the flip side. Bye-bye. Catch you on the flip side. Thingamajig. Woohoo! I'm not good at intro, or I'm not good at outros either. Dang, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think of an intro and an outro. Shoot.